We're literally debating that it's bad that people get to say what they think. Can you imagine? I'm reading Psalm 144 and it says, He trains my hands for war. We are on the brink of total destruction of America as we know it. Let your rebel flag fly. Welcome into the program, everybody. Starting off the second half of Alabama Unfiltered Radio, powered by 1819 News. I am Scott Beeson. We've got our guest up on the phone. Congressman Tim Burchett, my hometown congressman, Knoxville, Tennessee. Thank you so much for being on. I'm so excited. This is like life coming full circle. I laughed because I was thinking like in 1998 as a 20-year-old working on your Tennessee Senate campaign, if you told me someday... I would be interviewing you on a radio show and you'd be a congressman. I would have laughed at both those ideas because <laughs> I swear I'm not sure we're either mature enough to be in the positions we're in, but here we are. So thank you for joining us. How are you doing? I am well. I just left uh, Alabama, I guess yesterday, or day before yesterday, we drove back from Miramar Beach down in Destin and drove right through your, your fair state and it was it was nice and hot, but I, and nobody spoke with an accent, which I like. <laughs> <laughs> you should have stopped in the Trump rally, the Trump dinner. We would have. Uh, well, I, I would have. I guess I could have called him and and, and gotten the VIP treatment, but I, I needed to get my wife and daughter home. They were about to kill me. <laughs> well, probably if you sat in traffic on I sixty five too, that was not very fun. But, um, okay, so I know we only have a few minutes with you, and last week we spent probably half a show catching up our listeners on the history of UAPs, unidentified aerial phenomenon is the new fancy word. But after your hearing, I'm curious, and based on what you know now, like what do Americans need to know and understand about UFOs and the government? What is going on? Well... I think the major thing that's going on is that it's a cover-up. It's, um, you know, you have a decorated veteran, uh, and you have two top-notch pilots that are, I mean, one, uh, you know, commander. So he's he's the top dog. And they uh, uh, they swore under oath that something was going on. And I think one of the interesting things that was brought up was that, um, you know, all these things I actually knew, which was good, I was sort of in charge of it. I guess I was in charge of it till about the day before. And then they said I wasn't going to get the chair. Which yeah, was, that's lame. We were not happy about that. Yeah, well, it's just part of it. Um, it's just politics as usual. Yeah, every, every step of the way. I was surprised, though, at every step of the way we were, we were thrown up a roadblock. You know, from our own party to Stafford's uh, to the Pentagon to, you know, a group that was associated with NASA, you know, I mean, it's just the whole deal. It was it's pretty lame all the way around, and it's pretty obvious, and that just feeds the conspiracy theorist's mind, which I'm pretty much one now because of that. And, Welcome uh, to the party. Know, yeah, and, and both parties, it's a uniparty when it comes to these issues, and you got to realize, too, the Pentagon uh is audited every year and in the history of audits they've never passed an audit but guess what nobody nobody does anything about it i'm the only person who's raising hell about it and you know i I totally expect to get get that call or get pulled off to the side and somebody shows me a a sworn affidavit from my girlfriend in the third grade who says you know (laughs) 
I said a cuss word behind the dumpster dumpster or something. And, you know, and, that's, that's, and that's really this whole thing. It's a, and, 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 and they're really gutless, really. And, and they, they don't trust the American people. And, uh, you know, I mean, the Kennedy assassination, that gummit, that's over 60 years ago. And yet they, every year the president says, I'm going to release the files. And guess what? Every year they don't release the files. And Is so, that yeah. on your list of things to do? Can you do that next? Yeah, well, not unless I'm president. I don't, and I would die of lead poisoning if I got to be president. I think you know, <laughs> two to the back of the head, or two, to, <laughs> uh, three. Excuse me, three to the back of the head, and they say I committed suicide. So, you know, I you're amazing. But, but this thing is—it's um, just out of control. It's—we—we've uh, got billions of unchecked dollars. And um, in black, like I, I, I saw a report yesterday of all things on Sunday that said I think there's 50 billion dollars of unchecked money in so-called black projects. You know, and, and what they do is, is it's two routes they go with that. If you'll allow me to elaborate, is they either they they got they got your congressman who's compromised, which means he's gone on some foreign trip, and some a person yep. attractive to them starts smooth talking them at the bar next thing they know they end up in a bedroom with them and there's pictures of it and they own their ass or they whisper or a combination of that and they whisper in their ear hey this is a national security thing you can't release this you know we this this will expose our our double secret sonar that probably the chinese told us all the parts to anyway <laughs> <laughs> so, Truth. Uh, and you know it, it, so the whole thing is just a um it's it, it's a it's a uh it's just something perpetuated on the American public, and, and they will not release it. There's a, there's pride, there's a, there's egos, but primarily it's money. And I, if I can jump into the rabbit hole for one more second, imagine if you had an energy source that would um, that, that 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 did not cause any pollution, that could heat our homes in the in the winter and cool our homes in the in, in the summer. And that, and it would put us out of business. It would put the Pentagon out of business because the war pimps wouldn't have anything to go to war over in the Middle East and kill American boys and girls. And they wouldn't be able to invest in missile defense systems that we don't need. And we would stay out of all these worthless wars. And maybe peace would break out. That would be very bad for business. And um, and so that's that's what I think you're looking at ultimately is you've got an energy source they don't know what to do with. And uh, and they control it, and that's and it, it controls a lot of business. You know, a lot of congressmen, both parties, look at their financial disclosures and look who they're investing in. If they're investing in anybody that does business with, with war, then that needs to be exposed, and it's mm-hmm. public record, and the media needs to start looking into it. I knew you'd be entertaining coming on here. We only have. I know you got to go in about two minutes, so we're going to do what I like to call the lightning round. Just yes or no questions. You ready? Yeah, go ahead. has there been a top secret skiff meeting planned yet no dang it has the pentagon reached out to you to offer any transparency after the hearing not no but hell no (sighs) what is happening should we still trust the government after all we went through with covid and what we're hearing now should we still trust the people in washington dc 
<laughs> it was that bad. Well, now. I was afraid that we, I thought, I was afraid we went from no to hell no to, and then I thought you were like bleeping him out, guys. That's hysterical. <laughs> to Maybe that's him calling really back. Heck Should no. we trust the government? <laughs> wow. That was okay, the NSA that just cut the congressman well, off. They did. That Maybe is awesome. The congressman is back. Is the congressman back? <laughs> yeah. Well, fantastic. Well, congressman, we appreciate you getting back. We thought that yeah. it was just going to escalate from no to hell no to something else, and well, you just went yeah, away. No, the, the NSA the cut FBI, us off. The FBI obviously didn't like those, those questions, so let's go ahead. <laughs> Okay, I just have two more. Should we still trust the government? Do they have our best interest in mind? Hell no. Okay. And then, have you and Mike Rogers made up? Or am I going to see a round two with toupees flying? Uh, no. Wait, that again, what did you say? I'm sorry, shut up. I just want to know, after you and the congressman oh, from Alabama. Just, no, that was fine. We're fine. We're fine. Yeah, she wanted to know if there would be toupees flying. <laughs> I just thought it was funny that the East Tennessee congressman that wrangles his own snakes was calling out Mike Rogers for being a redneck. That made me happy. Well, you know, I got a little, it was late, I was hot, and it was, I, I should have kept my mouth shut. <laughs> no. Please don't, we're big fans of yours. Congressman, I know you don't have a lot of time, but. Uh, go ahead, I, it, you know, since you get to be Congress, the meeting doesn't start till I get there, so go ahead and ask me some No, questions. There you go, fantastic. So just kind of the, for the whole UFO hearing thing, where do, what does it boil down to? Little green, leathery, gray, frog-eyed looking men? or um, super secret equipment that our folks are playing with and we don't tell anybody about it. Or I guess the third one is that we're running all that equipment with some crazy energy source and we're just not going to talk about it. I think it's a combination. I really do. E I think even the gray, lizardy frogmen? If you got a crazy, I don't know about what they look like. I've, I've talked to incredibly educated people that have educated me on that issue on who they are and where they're from and we don't have time to go into it all but but you know if if if, if a craft crashes here it's got to have somebody that there's something that has flown it now where what that is i don't know but but yes, when you look at the tic-tac videos um and don't call my office and say hey boomer it's tic-tac no it's tic-tac like the candy <laughs> So. Nobody, no, younger folks don't remember that, even yeah, though they're at the I checkout know, line every time that they're at the Walmart. That's why they got bad breath. But it's, <laughs> a it's like the candy. Go watch yes, the sir. video, and um, and you tell me. So I, you know, I ever got a, I got a decorated pilot telling me that that's that he was chasing those things, and that they nothing we've got can touch them. That tells me we got something going on. That's what I say all the time. I'm like, this, this with COVID or vaccine schedules, our food supply, all these things, the more the government protests, the more I'm like, what are y'all doing? It's like when you go to your kid's room and they won't open the door. They could be reading their Bibles, but you're like, well, surely you're like smoking crack because you won't <laughs> let me in. Yeah. So, I mean, if there's nothing there, then just say there's nothing there. Yeah. But they well, won't even they, let they, you in. They have spent a lot of time, effort, and money to discredit me and this whole movement. So that tells me, and I don't care. You know, I'm not, I, I do not care. I know what the polls show, and I know that every time I get on an airplane and walk through first class, somebody 
says, hey, I appreciate you going after this UFO. And they say UAP because they, they don't like it. But hey, I appreciate you going. And I see I have more and more people. And that's why you're seeing congressmen start asking questions about it because some of their major supporters have surprised them and said, hey, I got some questions about this stuff. I've seen a UFO. I, I mean, not a day goes by that somebody, I mean, I'm, I'm at church. I'm at, you know, at the, at the, the I'm out shopping. I'm at tractor supply, whatever. I'm, I'm filling up with diesel for my with my dually. You know, somebody stops and goes, "Hey, man, let me tell you something happened to me." And it's and I know what's getting ready to happen. I know what they're getting ready to say. And you know, a lot of them are 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 completely identifiable. I'm sure. But there's but what about those that aren't? And so yes, we. And I just I just think it's a big universe out there. And, and I honestly don't think we're the best that God can do. And infinity is a long ways off. And we do not understand. We don't understand anything that's going on. And, and you know, it's just, and that, you know, we didn't understand. We, we still can't figure out how they built the pyramids, for goodness sakes. So this whole thing is just, it's just big and it's, and it's, and it is going to get bigger. And the government needs to be a little more forthright. And I, and I've talked to some of Trump, Trump's people. And they're wanting to get with me. They don't want to talk to me over the phone about some of the stuff that they know. So, uh, you know, mm-hmm. I just think it's it, it's real. And But I'll tell you one thing I did, I didn't agree with. They were all said it's a security threat. And that goes into giving that, that young Pentagon more money. All I wanted to do is mm-hmm. turn loose the files. Trust me, I can handle it. Turn right. loose the files. And, um, and that's all they need to do. They don't need any more money. And I'm afraid that's what... Um, Schumer's bill is going to do and I might end up having to vote against it because of that because they don't need any more money just turn loose the files that's all they got to do yeah pretty simple well You've taken us all the way to a break, and we're really thankful for you staying over. We, we, I do have one more question. This is very serious. We have a long-standing debate in the radio studio about did we actually land on the moon in 1969, or did we fake it? Well, I, I have a picture I've saved of, uh, I think it's Neil Armstrong's boot, bottom of his boot, and the imprint that left on the moon. It's a completely different one. Um, the boot that he wore was flat bottomed, and the and the picture is a, and there's all that stuff out there. I, you know, I think we went to the moon. I just think we went to the moon, and there's, you can watch all that stuff and and read. And how did they take those pictures if nobody was left there? How did they take the pictures of them taking off and and all that other stuff and that and the um, the radiation that's around. Thanks, Congressman. We're going to have to get with you another time, brother. We greatly appreciate you. This was awesome. You're doing a great job. We'll be back. Back into the program, everybody. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio, powered by 1819 News. Go check out 1819news.com. If you care about the state of Alabama, if you care about finding out what is going on in this state, the good, the bad, and the ugly, go check out 1819news.com. Sign up for the newsletters. And if you like what you see there, Consider joining the fight. Become a part of the team, upper right-hand corner. Just contribute a little bit to them every month to help them do what the work that they do. And we all used to pay for the old newspapers. We understood that. So consider helping them. If you help them, it helps us. 1819news.com. So the congressman was uh, very entertaining. I wanted to ask him. I wish he had more time, and maybe we'll get him on again. How it feels to know that you can't talk to the Trump people over the phone. 
how it feels uh, to be very sur- intriguing. Sur- surveilled mm. probably at all times. And I wanted to ask him the story behind him not being in charge of the committee hearing after he set it all up and did everything. And then he, he said it was politics. Mm-hmm. Some no-name congressman from Wisconsin. So lame. Wisconsin is Wisconsin and Minnesota both are like out of control. So, I mean, what are we trying to do there? Maybe save one of them? I, I don't, I don't I think get it. I it's just a power thing. Like, you know, he's pushing the envelope. Real or not, I don't know how y'all fall or what y'all think. We're just presenting information. It's entertaining, it's intriguing, and it's a good discussion. I mean, something's going on. There's something out there. Maybe it is plausible that it's just mm-hmm. Chinese... Maybe it's Whatever. our, it's, maybe maybe it's it's our experimental stuff. Yeah, Remember, I, I think it was Stan Cook called one day with talking about talking to the Mellon guy from mm-hmm. Melon, Carnegie Mellon, super super rich. Yes, that family. Those guys, mm-hmm. and wasn't it one of those guys that said, "No, it's all, it's all our stuff." I think it's, it's all, our stuff. It's experimental stuff. But I think we're trying it out, and I think there's probably eventually, as we have discussed at halftime, probably a reason for all of it. Yeah, but well, I, but I think I think we are trying it out. I think we are trying it out. I think we are distracting people. Who would you people. try it out on? You know, so you've you've invented. You are um, uh, what, what's the guy off uh, the, your UAPs? Stark? You're, you're Tony Stark, and okay. you've got the greatest Iron Man suit ever. Right. I mean, you don't you don't fly down and see what the response is at the. Uh, you know, the Gardendale High School football game. No, because we we would see right through that. We'd be like, we'll dude. Be like, hey, that's a, something. Other. But but wouldn't you go test it? Like, fly across a military base right in front, you know what I'm saying? See if, see if they can catch you, see you, how do they react, you know, all that kind of stuff. I would think that would be part of the test. I also think that you would go fly it around people who think they know more than everybody else and they're cooler than other people, which is mm-hmm. why you find all these alien crashes on the coasts, on <laughs> California. That's we are so true. much better than you, you dummies. So they have it out there. They have it in Nevada, near right. military bases, which is super mm-hmm. sus to me. Yeah. But there's nothing in middle America, because middle America would be like, did you bring the spaghetti too? <laughs> like, correct. I'm hungry. It's dinner time. Like, we would see through it. Well, but I still can't figure out why they're, I just they're think crashing it's interesting. and stuff. I'm like... Are we supposed to be scared? I mean, well, these people, these little alien guys can't drive. David Grush, <laughs> David Grush, one of the whistleblowers, talked mm-hmm. about finding non-human biologics, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm like... And, and, and we believe him because well, he's under oath? No, my point was, like, maybe the UFO just took out a bear on the way down. Right. Well, that's non-human biologics. So just because you oh, say non-human biologics point. doesn't mean it's an alien. Maybe they found a cat. Maybe they put a cat in the ship yes. and flew it to see what happened to it. Because didn't we do that when we first started trying to go into space? That's a great point. We put monkeys on there. Maybe we yeah. put the cat in the ship, crashed it so that we could say there's non-human biologists. That makes more sense than anything else anybody has said. How about this one? All right, so here's how we're going to work it. I'm going to be the head uh, CIA muckety-muck dark money super special projects guy. And y'all, you two, Commander Al and Commander Abs, are going to go testify in front of Congress. Mm. Okay? And I'm just going to go ahead and tell you ahead of time, they can't do anything to you. They're not going to do anything to you. They're going to put you under oath. Okay. But I really need y'all to say 
we saw some ships and we don't recognize what it is and then throw in non-human biologics. Are we allowed to ask questions why? Are you just one of those people that you do with your bestie and you say, no, I'm I'll just, be there at eight, yeah. bring the matches, we ride at dawn. <laughs> like that kind of thing, <laughs> is that what this bring, is? Yes, this is, I'm okay. bringing, the, yeah, bring the matches, we ride at dawn. Okay. So, all right, so now you're, I'm the congressman. Commander Abs, can you tell me, Commander Al, can y'all tell me about your experience? Yes. Yes. And then, then y'all proceed to say, we found non-human biologics. Yes, and you saw things that you couldn't explain. and That didn't move like technology we have that we know about. Oh. Thank you, commanders. We appreciate your testimony. Y'all leave. Okay. And then I pick y'all up, and we're like, whoop, whoop. I mean, I'm not saying that anybody's telling a fib, but we're talking about Washington, D.C., the lying capital of the universe. Yes, and it just seems so easy to me to, to put someone forward. I, I'm not disparaging anyone. I'm just saying it seems very easy to say, okay, here's our star witness. And they can say whatever. How do you know he's lying or not lying? If I came in here and said, I saw a UFO last night. It was driven by a creature that looked just like Barney. Because I could see him in the cockpit. Is my testimony, isn't it just like these guys? It was Scott in a Barney suit. Absolutely. And with the rise of the expert class, because we've worked on that the last five mm -hmm. years, that seems far more believable. Now, I can go with you in the into the realm of questions, of having questions about all this. Because... Mm -hmm. I have questions and have been obsessed since I was a little girl about the whole JFK thing. Mm -hmm. I know, I, I feel like in my gut, the government did it. They're covering up. I think they had their hand in so many other things. It is believable to me that there are things we don't know about these. Is it UAPs? Did yeah, I say it's that UAPs right? now, but nobody knows I, what that I is. I believe so it, but I do believe it is also likely that you tell us what we're going to say and then pick us up. And oh, by the way, there may be some money involved in our testimony. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I, I'm intrigued. It's a fascinating discussion. But but millions of people believe. And maybe there is. I mean, it was like the congressman said. I mean, I don't, you know, I don't know. He made his, what his really good point was, we can't be the best guy <laughs> It's so yeah. true. When he said that, I was like, like yeah, oh, that kind of stinks. Yeah. So we're pretty crappy. <laughs> so... Have y'all seen the UFO sighting from Fort Lauderdale just a few days ago? Mm -mm. See? Google it. I'm telling you, I didn't believe it, but then they showed the video and something's moving really funny. Oh, the, Fort oh Lauderdale. I saw that. Did you see? Did I you watch that. the video though? I did watch the video. We gotta take a break. We'll be back. Welcome into the program, everybody. Alabama Unfiltered Radio, powered by 1819 News. We got Emily Jones coming up in a moment, but before we do that, let's go to Dave. He had something real quick about UFOs. Dave, welcome to the program. Thank you for listening. Hey, guys, thank you. I believe I'm a first-time caller to your program, and I've been following 93.1 uh, or 93.7, there was 93.1 or 93.7, but following your video a long time after April Marie left, oh, you guys yes. came in. I love your program. Thank you. Recently subscribed to 1819 News. Just a couple of thoughts on the UFO and then one. So Dave, we, I'm not, there you are. Okay. Go ahead, Doug. So, 
I'm not up that much on the UFOs, but um, let me ask, have you ever heard of a ministry, a woman named Jan Markell, Olive Tree Views? I have not, but let me in on it. Okay. Well, uh, she had interviewed a guest. This was several months ago, and the topic was UFOs. And basically, what I came away with is there are a lot of organizations, including the U.S. government, the Catholic Church. I don't remember if NATO was in there. They're heavily involved in UFO research. I was surprised to hear the Catholic Church. And the other connection I saw or they talked about was with the occult, that all the UFOs, or there's a, there's a correlation, a connection between UFOs, UFO sightings, and the occult, which I had never thought about. But what they, what they said, which made sense to me, is that when the rapture occurs, they're going to say that the aliens took them away they needed to be removed so that the one world order and everything can proceed. So now they've been removed. And I thought, well, that makes sense. I've never thought of it that wow. way. You ever heard that? Yeah, I have heard that. I've heard some different variations of that. I've heard um, that people are seeing um, um, demonic activity. Or if there are little green men, they're, they'll, you know, they'll be, uh, they're really demons yeah. that that sort of thing i've heard that i've i've heard that uh they explain the rapture away i tell you another one i've heard and i don't know if you've ever heard this one dave is that there will actually be this new world religion thing and when the rapture occurs that the people who are left will say see see god removed the bad people the people who were the haters, the people who were against the LGBTQ, the people who were against us all loving each other, the people that kept us from our freedom, that kept us from, from being all that we could be. And I was like, wow, that is a twist. But I can see yeah. them. I can see people buying that. Sure. Yeah. And, and I think what was maybe connected with the Catholic Church is that the aliens, these will be the untainted, un. They, they won't have original sin. They can now teach us. Those that remain will be taught by these aliens who haven't been polluted by original sin. That was the other thought. It heard. won't surprise me. It'll be some, um, what's the word, bastardization of the gospel and God's word. Just enough to get it all to make sense. That's interesting stuff, Dave. We appreciate you, buddy. Thanks for calling. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Doug. Hey, okay, here's my question. First is, who chooses the music you use on the lead-ins and, and the fade-in and out between your programs and your breaks? Who chooses those songs? Mostly Sky. Okay. Joey Clark <laughs> and I. I'm <laughs> Joey Clark and, and, yeah. and lately, so, Abs so and why? Allison have been. Uh, yeah, if it's been, good, if it's good, it's Allison and me. But if it's bad, it's the boys. <laughs> Listen, I'm a child of the '70s. And before I came up, I listened to a lot of that stuff, and then I threw away my, my bong and my rolling papers and a lot of my albums. And here's the thing. Okay, I see an incongruency with the, the worldview and the biblical stance you guys take, and some of the lyrics and lifestyle, These like Leonard Skinner, little girl, what's your name? He has a one-night stand with an underage girl is encouraging her to shoot up with him and saying, shooting these... Well, see, Dave, I, here, here's my response, because I can't speak for everybody else. Um, sure. If you listen to the program very long, I'm not a big fan of music. 
So yeah. I have no idea what the lyrics are on any of it. So okay. I just listen to the beat Scott. and I try not to go to sleep. And yeah. um, so uh, that's going to be my disclaimer, buddy. Jimmy Funk Railroad has a similar one. The American, the American band, similar story. It's immorality, drugs, and celebrating the same. So That's why we just play the music part for the most part. Thanks, Dave. I appreciate you, buddy. Great point, though. Please give us a call back very, very soon. The um, So, Emily Jones. This is very exciting to have Emily with us today. You know, last week we were talking about the Moms for Liberty event, and we'll get to another event brought to another group, in, brought by us by another group in education. But Emily was part of what happened in Madison, Alabama, and the library, and Kirk Cameron and Riley Gaines, and it was supposed to be canceled, and then it wasn't canceled, and it happened. And y'all need to hear what happened in Huntsville, Alabama, because this is this is spectacular. Emily, welcome to the program. Thank you for being on the show. We appreciate the job you are doing, and uh, just give us an update on your organization and what went on over the weekend. Yeah, um, well, hopefully y'all can hear me okay. My my voice is still recovering from Saturday. Sounds good. Uh, and maybe it, maybe a little bit of shouting and celebrating on Friday. Um, but but yeah, <laughs> it's been a wild ride here in Madison. Um, so as, as y'all kind of mentioned, we, we were on for this event. We've been planning this event for a while. And then Kirk apparently thought, well, Huntsville sounds pretty cool. So he decided to come along with Riley and... Um, the community was beyond so to hear that news and just overwhelming response that people wanted to come. And once we started kind of getting some of that attention for whatever reason, the library basically canceled us and said, you know. So, so Emily, let me, let me help people. Issues. Let me help people real quick. So Kirk Cameron's event, um, Riley Gaines was coming as well, was a, hey, uh, tell me if I'm wrong. It's a pro-family, wholesomeness, book reading, and which I can't believe that I'm only 52, 53 years old, that that's become controversial in the United States. Yeah. And so he's going to come to Madison, the Huntsville area, and and read some stories, and people are going to come out, and they're they're just wholesome, pro-family stories. And that causes a controversy, and the library figures out a way to say, no, nah, we, we, we can't do it. It's just going to be too many people. It's just going to be horrible. We've got to keep people safe. All we care about is people being safe. So is that, is that what happened? That's, that's, that's pretty much what happened, yeah. Um, the library initially stated that the concern was around safety because the chief of police was not certain that they could keep protesters and attendees, I guess, separated or at least safe if they were co-mingled. Um, so that was the verbal that was given to me. It's around safety. And I asked for that in writing. And I right. was told, you can get the statement that comes out tomorrow. And when the statement came out, it, it stated um, capacity. They had grown so big that so many God's people wanted to come here. Hurt Cameron, read a Ken's book. <laughs> we can't find a way to accommodate you. All mm-hmm. these rowdy children, we just can't figure it out. Emily, here's what I don't understand. I, like, okay, in any other place, if you reach capacity, you just say no one else can come in. You don't cancel the event. 
And the people that had shown interest, you know, people have responded that they were interested in going. Well, they're not actually there. You can't preemptively shut down an event. It is crazy. And so then somebody went in and took a picture where they changed the capacity of the venue, correct? They put up new signs and changed the capacity. And we'll have to hear about that on the other side of the break. It's crazy. It's crazy. Then First Liberty. In my mind, I'm thinking, Allison, there is no, no way. Yes. Yes way. Emily Jones is with us with Moms for Liberty out of North Alabama. Emily, please stick with us. We want to get the rest of this story. Yep. Alabama Unfiltered Radio. We'll be back. I may have to start listening to the words of these songs that y'all like. You know, I mean, he's not, he, a, he wasn't completely wrong about some of these songs. Look, I went to a seminar called Why Not Rock when mm-hmm. I was in junior high. Okay. Right. Except the problem is um, if you listen to I mean, what else are we going to play? I know there's a lot of good music out funky there. Funky Cold Medina. Okay, Funky Cold Medina. <laughs> yeah, he's awesome. really not going to like that one. <laughs> but then you got to boil it down. He's not wrong because there are there's soft porn in some of them. There's mm-hmm. murder in some of them. Mm-hmm. However, kind of like playing library the books. bars of the music. That's what we do. Then we we play the bars right. of the music, or right. do we just sing the psalms? I don't know. No, if we look, if we play the bars of music, it's the same thing as taking the old barroom songs. And they made them into hymns. Remember? Well, they did, the and they also had the Jesus the... hippies from the California when they were converted. Right? They were musicians, and they turned that music into yeah. songs we I sing. Mean, we can't help Pop with culture guys. songs that they sing in the church are right. very selfish and self-centered. Okay. I so, mean, so it's a great discussion, and it is an important right. one. The blues but, had a baby, and they called it rock and roll. I just it's always justified. been about. It's always been about the same thing. It's been about rebellion. And then rock and roll is, is sex, drugs, and rock and roll. You've heard that before. I knew there was a reason uh, that I only like the music part. And I say that if these people would quit talking during the music, it would be fantastic. Also, most Christian music is terrible, okay? It's Musically not, speaking, it's, not it's awful. We're going to rewrite the lyrics to some of your time. favorite songs. And, uh, <laughs> but and, uh, everybody discussion. will hate it, man, okay? No, <laughs> no, no. We just play 10, 10 seconds of it. It's all right. Emily Jones, who is wondering, how did she get in the middle of this? <laughs> Um, welcome Emily, <laughs> welcome back to the program. Emily is with Moms for Liberty, which is a, a national group trying to straighten out a lot of the problems we have in, at the libraries, at the school boards, all those kinds of things. They had an event in North Alabama and Madison where Kirk Cameron, Riley Gaines was supposed to speak. Um, and the library decided that there were just going to be too many people and they, they couldn't keep you all safe. I'm looking at the photos. It looked like there was some more room, but I think that was part of the plan, the strategy, because a lot of news, Emily, went out and said, hey, this thing has been canceled. I I talked to multiple people Friday night at the Trump and the Gump event that said they wanted to go, but it had been canceled, and we were trying to tell them, no, it's, it's not been canceled, so catch us up to speed. Yeah, the, uh, the headcount thing was an interesting one. Um, we had did a walkthrough a couple of weeks ago and noticed that the placard in the room capacity was actually like 360. And then it just so happened that we had our regular monthly Moms for Liberty meeting in there on the Thursday before the event and noticed that there were new placards put up with headcounts that were drastically under what had previously been in there. Um, so of course, you know, everybody took pictures of that and it kind of got out. I have been told 
that had something to do with they miscalculated the capacity when the building was built. Cause it's of course they did, yes. And how long? How they, old is that building? Pretty, <laughs> like two years, maybe three. Mm, yes. They used mm. the wrong standards. And, you know, I mean, just so happens we figured it out two days before we've got this huge event. And we've been using it nonstop for years. And architects and engineers and city permits and all that were all signed off on. And no one called it. Well, um, look, Emily. curious that way. Here's the thing. We as Americans, and, and frankly, y'all should be upset with the library up there because they are fat-shaming Americans. Yes, 2023 Americans, <laughs> any building will hold fewer of us because we are obese. And th- they were just correcting for <laughs> the obesity of modern Americans. So I, I completely understand. Emily yeah. doesn't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, Emily. We don't need to have the time. <laughs> 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 there are so many things that I want to say. It's like, yes, and they should go to the gym with me. All the things that I know I shouldn't say. But I oh, that's awesome. Ooh, which is why, <laughs> Emily, you should be one of us. Again, um, because we are so impressed with you, and we are thankful for your leadership and for what okay, you're doing and taking on in North Alabama, really and truly. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me. Wing fat, same people all day long. Very, very good. I'm always impressed with somebody who has the ability to not say what pops into their head. She's Good job, Emily. She would not have been laughing at Donald Trump's crassness. No. She would not. Actually, if I know her as well as I kind of do, she probably would have. She just wouldn't have laughed out loud. There you go. Emily, thank you very, very much. We'll talk to you again soon, and we appreciate the job you're doing. Welcome to the program, everybody. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio. I'm Scott Beeson, your host, and I appreciate you listening to the program. I hope everybody is doing well. Today is a Tuesday here in the heart of God's country. It is the eighth day of August in the year of our Lord. 2023. I'm here. Amy Beth Shaver's here. We're calling roll. First day of school in Jefferson County. Amy Beth Shaver? Here. Allison Sinclair? Here. Sky Mosley? Present. I knew Sky Mosley was going to be a present. There's that one kid. There's always the one kid present. Yeah. Did you do that in school, Sky? Were you the present kid? When I was there, I was was present, but I I never felt tardy. <laughs> I got that. No, they have a reference right off the bat. Feel tardy. Oh, well, oh my goodness! Because I remember, so I don't remember what year it was. The first time somebody said "present," and it was always like one of those kids. Yeah, yeah I mean, they were very smart. I mean, like kid with the present. I'm like, where did you get? Where did you get present? Who told you that? Did mom or dad? Okay, that this is a mystery. I have to delve into okay. seriously. All right. Because, because we're serious Everyone here. says here, where does the elementary school kid in second grade get the idea to say, I've got a feeling Allison Sinclair knows this. <laughs> if anybody I would, to, to say, anybody to would it would be Al. No, I was just say, the other thing I said was like, sup. You did not. She grew up thinking back. She thought, "Sup." No, no. There's no way we were. We hadn't even invented that phrase yet. (laughs) She wouldn't have done it anyway. Your child is the one who invented present. Allison was. She might have said here, like the rest of them. I just conform to whatever. I'm here and I'm ready to do work. (laughs) Yay! Yay! I have a list. Allison. Scott, which one of you were the first to raise your hand when the teacher said, who would like to read aloud? 
today. Mm, Never me. Not me. Did you do that, Abs? Oh, I thought y'all would have said yes. No. Are you, you were that kid. No, Sky, how do you think no. Sky? <laughs> I literally thought y'all would be... No. Nope. You wanted to read aloud? Every time there was a reading opportunity. Let me read, please. Wow. I know that makes me weird. I'm kind of embarrassed right now. Which kid you are in my class? I'm sorry. I won't say the name of who you are. That other person might be listening. You could make up a name. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It wouldn't be as good. Don't you remember all the kids? Like, I remember remember the kids kids that used to have, like, he used to have earwax all the time. Really? Ew! And the kid that ate his boogers. Like, oh. I still tell you their names. Oh. Yes. Oh. I do know I do know the kid who, it was a girl who ate boogers in our class. Yeah, and neither one of them have ever had cancer and are probably never, <laughs> ever, <laughs> never, ever been sick. <laughs> never sick. So we're knocking them, but I'm not 100% sure it wasn't Don't a knock good strategy. Until you try, try it. it. Hmm. Salty. Oh, that is so funny. Okay. I knew she was so, going salty. Because it went Scott, in my head. Y'all, I'm going I'm to barf if y'all do not stop right now. At least she didn't right say now. salty and crunchy. Ew. Mm, All right, look. All here's right. my question. Slippery. Which one of you... Oh. <laughs> Man, good like morning, everybody. Oh, Scott, are great. Scott, You're Allison. Which one of you were the teacher's pet? Probably me. Allison. I was only one time. I mean, one I was a good, you were teacher's pet one time? One time, fifth grade. You were my... just too social, I bet, and too chatty, and too friendly. I mean, I, I could, bet you I were could... teacher's pet for a little while. I can yeah, see I was your, teacher's pet. Yeah, I can see I your arch. So she's starting fifth school, grade. first day. We're what was your maiden name? Dickinson. Amy, did you, were you Amy Beth I was, even then? Yes, I was Amy Beth Dickinson. Was like that a all tough name to have? Letters. Amy, Amy Beth Dickinson here. In middle and school. then she said, I need someone to read. And you were like, ah, hands that up was me. me. And she's like, this my is going to be my was, favorite kid. Mm-hmm, so you me. were teacher's pet right there until like the 20th day when she's like, who wants to read? Me! <laughs> And then you gave her the evil eye, the stink eye, the stink eye. I didn't eye. know how when to she, give the When stink she called eye. on poor little Scott over here, he's struggling, and you're like, why would he call him? I could read. I would read every day. And so then you went over the curve, and then well, maybe you weren't teacher's pet anymore. Look, I, you were I too think good. I was pretty quiet in class. Were y'all really? quiet in class? Mm, not so much. I was. Were you? Really? Yeah. I got paddled in first grade. Scott. For talking. Sky. Talking. Good. Talking in reading circle. Can y'all imagine me talking too much? No. And not letting other people shock. read. Amy Beth wants to read. I'm like, come on. Let's I'm commenting on what she's saying. This is a terrible story. What's wrong with the... Okay. The my wife, can't jump my wife, on the moon. Everybody knows he's white. Wife actually <laughs> found some of my old report cards that my mother oh, had gosh. Oh, my. In grammar school. Oh, it's a laugh riot. It, it Talks really, unnecessarily. It? Well, you get the general idea. But, <laughs> Guys, uh, the drums on uh, his desk all day long. We, we moved around a lot, and uh, I, I was never teacher's pet. But I did have a couple of teachers who took a shine to that poor, dumb kid from Alabama. <laughs> and, uh, oh, I can play it, man. When you move around a lot, you learn that you can kind of reinvent yourself oh. as you go along. And, and you can you, be someone new? Yeah, oh, you can become what you, what you want to project. Really? And, uh, oh yeah, man. And I, I noticed. Does it does it make you schizophrenic later in life? Or oh, no doubt. You kind of lose your identity. You wear so many. You know, <laughs> don't know where you were. But what I, I noticed, and this is critical, I do remember a couple of teachers that took a liking to me, mm-hmm. and I noticed that children and people in general 
tend to live up to others' expectations. If you don't think okay. much of me, okay, I, I won't disappoint you. But if you right. if you put me up here, okay. I, I make the motion of high. Um, man, I will I will just die before I let you down. Mm-hmm. Really, and I think that's, that's important. Um, that that teachers. Because you do, I know y'all, remember don't you that? remember a couple of special teachers to you that... Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. I remember probably my favorite teacher of all time. I mean, I had a bunch of great teachers, a bunch of them. But my favorite teacher was probably the one when, when my family moved to Gardendale and... From where? From Gadsden. Okay. And the... Um, He's School had already started. Redneck streak alive, I see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, just deep. It is very, very deep. <laughs> and um, But school had already started, so everybody else, had, even the new kids, already knew people and stuff, so I'm just dropped into the school. Did they keep and I you went outside from a school. the class door the, and the principal or whoever went inside? Oh, while well, you're looking in. The new, t- the new kid. Oh, great, teacher says. So I left the school that the whole grade was in one class. And then I went to what I considered a big school where there were four classes in one grade and you had to move from class to class to class as a third grader. So I didn't know anybody, went to a giant school, dropped in there. And this one teacher was so good about making sure the, you know, the wheels didn't come off and, and uh, it was, it was fantastic. So she's probably my favorite teacher of all time. No, I'm the Ms. Tillman. She's since I had passed so away. many teachers I loved. Awesome. There was one that I didn't get along with, but the rest of them were really sweet. How you only had you? one that said, no, you can't read in class? <laughs> well, it was for another reason, but we'll talk uh, about that. Okay. It happened, it, it just, I'll tell you at halftime. It's so kind of funny. So let me ask, did, did I had a bunch of great teachers. Great, especially my elementary school teachers were mm-hmm. amazing. Amazing. And I just, you know. I wonder if the kids who ride the, my bus, are they getting the same kind of experiences? Do they have great teachers? Or, or has school kind of gotten a little bit so out of control that, it, that it's hard? They have a great bus driver. They do. Who loves, loves them. them. And cares for them and goes to their graduation. They were so, I got a bunch of hugs today from little kids. That's and so cute. Sweet. And they're like, you came back. And I was like, because I was going to miss y'all. Aww. And, oh, um, that's so sweet, even, even one of my kids who gets in trouble a lot, he's a tough kid. And um, I said, you know, hey, good to see you, man. I missed y'all. I missed you. I missed you. And he kind of looks around. Everybody, nobody's paying attention. He said, I missed you too. <laughs> I didn't oh, want to see anybody here. I was like, man, this is the greatest job ever. I wish, I wish people could. I don't know. I mean, it's just, it's a good thing in the morning because I am talkative to get to say good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, and. But you know, I see it didn't get all your words out. Just, no, I'm still talking unnecessarily <laughs> and talking during reading circle. But um, you know, you just want the best for. For all these kids, and people sometimes are like, "Why are you so? Why do you get so angry about education and this kind of stuff?" Because I want them to have great lives. You know what I'm saying? I want them to have every opportunity possible, and I see the system often not giving them what they're going to need. Well, and, and I'm not worried about hurting adults' feelings mm. because I'm worried about children. But that's so important because a lot of these kids, I don't care what neighborhood you live in, don't have parents or people around them that are investing in them, that are telling them, like Sky said, that you can do great things. And I remember one time in a talk that I heard, they're like, if you go to any prison and if you take a poll and say, 
How many of you grew up hearing you're going to end up in prison? You're never going to amount to anything. Right. Mm. Like 90% of them will raise their hands because they never had anyone that believed in, in them. Right. And so for so some of these kids, that's you, Scott. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that means a lot. No, I always it, heard it, that there were two kinds of kids. And you, Scott, it sounds like you've re- begun to recognize this. Mm-hmm. Those that go to school to learn mm-hmm. and those that go to school to be loved. It's those oh, that go wow. to school to be loved That's that are deep. the conduct and the behavior mm-hmm. issues. Now, let me just tell this for the educators out there who, who can still listen. A bunch of the conduct issues, and, and they can have all the letters after the name they want. I, I get it. Here's my politically correct waiver. I know some children have issues. Okay, is that good? Are we all happy? Scott has said it. Yes, thank it. you. You said it once for the whole year. Yeah, for the whole Done. year. <laughs> but I'm telling you, a bunch of these kids know exactly what they're doing because I've coached them Mm. I've had them I've had them on the bus and when you have some faith in them or engage them or give them a responsibility that other people say what the heck are you kidding me oftentimes they're able to meet that challenge and they do a great job. Yes. You can make because all I've had the stories where they're like, well, right how was so-and-so today? Oh, uh, he's been great. How was so-and-so today? She's been great. Really? Yeah, I have not had any problem with Really? Well, they're, they're sitting in there. They're, they're sitting in there assigned. They, you know, you're supposed to separate them from. No, I haven't had any problem. We That's went it. through about a week of, hey, you prove it, and I'll let you, I'll let you sit with your friends. And, and so, so I know that, that some of that's in there. But a lot of it is because of. Some of it's a lot of some of it's lack of discipline. It's it's having faith in them totally, and then and then lack of discipline totally. Which, uh, lack hey, okay. of home life, a lack of anybody that that does the things, the day to day hard job of parenting. Mm. Why do these Let me kids tell you, don't? This have is that. an interesting story. It's so important. Yes, I had a kid one time. This was years ago, years ago, and uh, he was one on, on one of my basketball teams. And he had, I don't know what it is. I'm not a doctor. So it was HD, ADHD, or whichever one it was, and had the medicine, the whole nine yards, okay? And we, I struggled with him, struggled with him. The other, the other little kids, these are little kids, maybe third graders, fourth graders. The other little kids are ready to kill him half the time because he just won't do waste. So, um, so I finally, I get him. I get him doing his things. He's starting to take part. They're actually passing him the ball. He's, you know, fitting in. He's able to do it. One day he shows up, and um, he says, hey, uh, Coach, I, I forgot to take my medicine. I'm like, okay. I'm going. He, after he tells me, now he's been there probably 30 minutes before the game starts. He's been fine. And then he tells me he forgot to take his medicine. His mom had come in. He forgot to take his medicine. He starts acting crazy. Mm. But oh, he, but he's already right. informed me. I forgot to take my medicine. Mom's there, and, um, and he's just decided now he has license to act crazy. He has not taken his medicine. I pull him over there, say his name. I said, "Dude, me and your buddies, right? Yes, yes, sir, right? Yes, sir. I mean, yes, sir. Okay, you know that I don't care because you're a member of my team, and we got to play this game. I need you to get it back together, and because we got to." We got to go win. I need you. Instantaneous change mm. without medicine. Now, I'm not saying that he doesn't have some kind of issues, but he was able to gather that back together and do what he needed to do. And I'm like, wow, that's amazing. 
Now, people can say, well, that's one time, Scott. Well, I've had that happen a couple of times, and I've not had the other situation where it was totally unworkable. So I'm just asking, just asking questions. That's what we do here. First day of school, if you want to call and tell us, I mean, I've got our callers, some of our regular callers. I would love to know what role they played in school <laughs> and, and some new callers, too. Did y'all go to school with Abs and Al? We got to take a break. We'll be back. Alabama Unfiltered Radio. I'm Scott Beeson. Don't forget to check out 1819news.com if you like the content that they are putting out. Go to 1819news.com. Consider signing up and supporting the work that they do. They celebrate the good, the true, and the beautiful here in the state of Alabama. Go check them out over there if you do not mind. And we appreciate you listening to this program and for telling other people about the show. That is why we are growing by leaps and bounds. We are in uh, the River Region and in Central Alabama. You can hear us here at 93.1 in the River Region and 92.5 in Birmingham. AM 1260 should be, uh, might be revving up for all of y'all pretty soon. You might want to check it out just just to see. So we might have some news on that. Or listen to us online like so many people do around the world, frankly. And you can listen to us on the feed at 93.1 or you can check out the feed that streams at scottbeeson.com. So, ladies. Sir. Did y'all see, um, well, listen, no, yesterday we promised we would talk about the uh, the riverboat rampage. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and that, you know, those doggone people from Selma started it. And I've just had it. So what are, what are, what are uh, let's get to the bottom line. Okay, okay. Well, let's just, Let let's just jump right to it. It's a what little confusing. Mm-hmm. Well, let's set up the story. Okay. So, so this is what I know or right. think I know. The Harriet, too, the one that just got stuck on the sandbar recently. The, remember the, that? Is it a steamboat? Yes. Or is it a, a riverboat? River Doesn't river it have a paddle wheel? I think it has a paddle wheel. I'm passing the girl math. Excuse me. <laughs> oh, I just We're going to play that later. Oh, excuse me. I was playing. So the paddle wheel steamer, or it looks like a steamer, it's a paddle wheel boat, and it's for tours and Just a fun riverboat cruise. Yeah, 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 just have a good time. And so it's coming in to dock, mm-hmm. giant boat. It just pulls up kind of to the side by yeah. downtown Montgomery, right there behind the, the Renaissance walk. and the yeah. Embassy Suites. The River Walk is down. There's actually a cool place. The, the, um, the Biscuits Stadium is over there. I'm sure they've got a swanky name for it, but that's where the Biscuits play. It's cool down there, if you can find parking. If you can find park. it's, boat it's, parking, it's cool. yeah. Well, I mean, it's like every place. Every city goes and builds their little uh, come here. It's their downtown, their uptown, their river walk, their sideways walk, their so and so park. Step one, the yeah, board and foot then, off the wrong street. Then you get killed. Then you're in trouble. It's fine. <laughs> but, but they all do that. I don't know why yeah. they, they do that. Well, it's a cool feature to have a river. It is. And so they do these river boat cruises. And I love downtown Montgomery. Like it's beautiful. Yeah, it is cool. Absolutely beautiful. But. The giant boat pulls up with, like, a huge boatload of people. And it's got a park. And it's got a park. It can't just stay out to river, out to the sea. Right. And there's a pontoon boat that is in its way. Mm -hmm. And you would think, giant boat, teeny tiny pontoon, that you'd be like, oh, let me move. But apparently they had, like, covered the pontoon boat and were walking away. I think this is the right story. Somebody Mm -hmm. call in and tell me if it's not right. And, like, would not move the stupid pontoon boat. And and official, people understand what I'm saying. Official officials 
we're saying, hey, and I, you know, it started with, hey, can y'all please move the pon- this pontoon boat? We've got to we've got to dock the the river boat. This is where it goes. I mean, I think about it myself. I'm driving my pontoon boat, and I'm decided I'm going to park here at downtown. And you know your wife or your buddies are like, are you sure we can park here? <laughs> well, yeah, I think we can. Well, I, can we park somewhere else? No, I don't know. We can park right there. Okay, are you sure? Okay, great. And if somebody said... This is me and Chris parking all the time. <laughs> Honey, the I don't car. think you should park there. Oh, I think I can. Right. And then next second, the car is up on the wrecker because it's being pulled away, <laughs> the tow truck. Right. So there you go. All right, so this is that situation. Yeah, and somebody says... Hey, uh, y'all, and maybe they said y'all need to move the pontoon boat because the this giant boat has to park here. You, you do realize there's no place else for it to park. And is and unless and I'm wrong, that's how the story starts. And then the folks from Selma on the pontoon boat somewhere in this decide they're going to fight with the official person. So these drunk, uh, surely they're drunk. Surely they're drunk. Well, or they're terrible fighters because so. they could not land a punch. Drunk I white think I guys. I would fight better than yeah. some no, of them. Drunk white guys start the melee, right? Okay, yeah. And so is the... From Selma. Yes, but the, the guy that they go after, <laughs> the jacked Ridiculous. black guy yes. in the white shirt and the hat. Yeah, he's big. Okay, was he the captain? Well, I guess he wasn't the captain, but he was the official on shore. I think he's the official Saying, official. need you to move the tiny, tiny, yeah. tiny pontoon. Right. Why would you mess with him? Um, and then the best part. <laughs> oh, this is the favorite uh, part. All right, hold that. Hold that. Hold it. Hold it, Scott. What do you got? Is there a point we're missing? Well, we had the captain yeah, just- of the riverboat call in yesterday <gasps> on Joey's show. Really? Oh. And uh, he explained. And y'all have it, y'all have it pretty close. Uh, mm-hmm. Just want to add this story is blown up nationally it's even been in the london mail there's parodies and, and, now oh this brilliant parody but yes uh, i just want <laughs> oh, to point out what the that. captain of the riverboat reiterated several times yesterday this was not a race thing this was not black right. versus no not. this was an idiot thing right. that's, that's exactly. the whole beauty of exactly. it so was so he please, suggesting please that they bowed up as soon as they were told to move the boat I mean, it sounds like to me, they immediately like, what do you mean move my boat? That's what it appeared to be. And the captain okay. said that he uh, got over his PA and requested kindly several times, hey, y'all, please move your boat. Okay. Right. So that's, that's y'all have the yeah. story basically. No, I, I I, so there's no intention here to show a racial thing other than. The reason I brought up, because I, I know what I know what people, the conclusions people jump to. Oh, they love to do that, and oh. that's why I want to say, hey, these folks from Selma, the drunk white dudes, started this fight. Yeah, because people will see the videos and they're like, oh, it's just people fighting, and there's black folks fighting. Oh my no, gosh! No. no, no, this was purely started by idiots. And if you know, and, and I don't in the blame video. the people who helped end it. Now, look. There were some people volunteering themselves to be involved in the fight, yeah, which I don't ugly. necessarily think you should. Like, hey, this is not my fight, but I'll pick up a chair. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, it's not a wrestling. No, stop there, because okay. we have to really set it up on the other side. Because okay. some really amazing, awesome, funny things. And you know I love a good fight. Mm-hmm. Like, even in yeah, middle school. Not, I don't know and anyone more excited about it. a lady jumped into the fight, which is yeah. my favorite. And she was wearing a dress. <laughs> 
Was she? <laughs> she had a red dress on. She didn't take off her shoes. It's, yeah. it's on Fox News as we Dome. speak. Is it really? Yeah. It's on CNN. Right it is now. everywhere. Right but they now. are making it about race. Are they really? Oh, yes. people yeah. Why? It's just Cause idiots. Because there's a huge demand for racism and supply. I just can't keep yeah. up, Scott. Let's so just let this be the brawl on the bayou. Well, if this... Okay, look, I'm going to make it racist. Those sorry white people... Started this thing. How's that? It. Is that? Can I say that? Can I say? Can I say that? Yes, Alabama? you can. But would you say sorry, Pasty black man? People? No, because I'll be afraid. Even if well, they had if started they were it. black, you'd be like, move the boat. And so it doesn't matter. <laughs> right. It's just we got to take a break. We'll be back. Welcome back into the program, everybody. Alabama Unfiltered Radio. I'm your host, Scott Beeson. Amy Beth Shavers here. Allison Sinclair. Sky as well. I finally turned on the uh, the list that has the callers on there. So let's get out to those. Randall, welcome to the program. Thank you for listening. I think you might have a little bit of uh, insight on the riverboat. But, but but quickly again, what I didn't know that Allison told me before was these national shows are making this into some sort of racist thing. Some sort of, oh, we've got white privilege, therefore we don't have to move our boat because there's black folks on the riverboat. All this kind of stuff. And I'm like, this is a... Uh, don't do drugs, don't drink, don't be an idiot story. <laughs> Not a not a racist story. I mean, really. Right. Uh, all right. The kind of the, the talk about the cat, the dude that was in the white shirt that threw his hat up. The guy. That yes, he, that's the, my favorite part. Yes, that's my official official. Is he not official? Yeah, yeah. He he came off the uh, Harriet too. They put all right him. The 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 captain said he put him, which is his first mate, Dick, and like top of the line, been with. Okay, him. so he's official and, official. Uh, uh, yeah, he's official. He was on the Harry and and, and and supposedly two other deck hands. So they got the sipping cycle to pull up beside him, and they got on the sipping cycle. The sipping cycle took them to the dock. And but what's the system cycle? What, 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 what did you just say, Randall? Hold on. The what cycle? It's like a little paddle boat thing that. <laughs> Oh, like you sit down and you do the pedals and you move across the water like they do at the state parks? Yeah, but that's not important. It just got up to the dock. That's all I'm asking. It's just a little shuttle boat. No, I just wanted to see. Like, I think that's funny. I need it in my mind. You're right. I got it. He's paddling. Paddling. So now you're you're really ready to go by the time you get over there. By the time I paddle this thing over, y'all better move that pontoon boat. Okay, I'm good. All right, well, so let's back up a little bit. So you know who them are. Well, these guys from from Selma, this ain't the first time the captains had problems with them. Uh, it's like this, this going on. They they stole their golf cart before and drove it to the motel they stayed in. And I'm wait a minute. Sure. They, they stole the golf cart. Yeah, the captain. From they, they use the it deck? To, for uh, no, they use it Black to transport. Deck. Um, you know, people that aren't that healthy or have trouble it's walking. It's a shuttle. Okay, yeah, it's a so shuttle. it's a shuttle. So but they stole yeah. it. They Captain stole the shuttle. That. Yeah, and they got them. They uh, saw the video uh, today. This was, this was a year ago. That they called the police. The police said, don't do nothing. Let them go. Don't press charges. All right, so he, this is, that was the second time they've had problems with them people. And this has been going on three years. So you tell he, you know the cat is probably getting a little tense down his belt. Mm-hmm. If you look at the video, that pontoon boat had its protective covers open. It that sure did, and I have question. I have questions about that because if we park a boat, long. we don't. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it, so right, there's only two scenarios: either that pontoon boat pulled up, so the, the Harriet only goes on two-hour trips, so it was only gone for two hours and then coming back. 
So okay. either either that either that boat pulled up and they got out, put the protective cover on, which would take thirty minutes. All that buttons as tight as they had it, or probably more than thirty minutes, just to Man. leave it there for two hours. So I'm probably ten, sure, I'm but it's not easy to do. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking the boat was left there. That they was, I think they was at the Donald Trump thing. And that's where this is going to end up heading. I what? think they, I think. Yeah, I think they were at the Donald Trump meeting. One of them was. I, 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 that's what's been said. It ain't been proven yet. I don't, I don't know about that. Yeah, I think, here's my theory, Randall, is that they had a, possibly a load of whatever they were drinking or doing, and you can't just leave multiple cases of, uh, and I'm guessing these guys, by the looks of them, were Bud Light drinkers. And um, you just can't leave that out in the boat. I, th- I think they were covering up the stuff they had to yeah, had they, to leave because they had two other boats that was behind, and they had plenty of other places to park that one. This was set mm-hmm. up. I don't know which side set this up, but they could have parked that boat down there where the other pontoon was. When the first fight happened, when it was over with, the old white man went and got back on the other pontoon boat that was uncovered that they had. They had they had more than one boat. Really? So, oh yeah. So they. They had more than one with them. And the lady in the red dress, I was I showed up was thinking that she was in on something, but she did get knocked around pretty hard. But she <laughs> came from a different she came she from did. a different direction than the guys did and she didn't really talk to him at first. But mm-hmm. I, I seen other videos that was you could tell she with him. But I'm gonna tell you the cat I love Jackie. Jackie's a captain, that man ain't done nothing but treat me good. He took me I I've I've held the wheel in my hand, I've I've had hair up down the river. I love that. No, Randall, Randall, Randall. Were you driving when it got on the sandbar? <laughs> <laughs> no, I wasn't. I wasn't. But I think he should have called the police to come move the boat. That's all they had to do. You shouldn't go move other people's stuff. You shouldn't have nobody put nobody else's stuff. And so there's only two things. Either they put that boat there trying to start this, or either mm-hmm. that boat was already there when the river boat took off. And, and, and Jack was like, I'm tired of these folks. We put some fellas in. And then like, I hate it. Dang, but two, man, that's, it's two hours to be gone to put that protective cover on. It just don't make no sense. And who right. moved the boat to let the Harriet park? The fight was going on. See, that's the other thing. When they get to court, all that people that got off that boat, they getting charged with assault. I don't been, I've been charged with assault six times, so I know that first fight was over. You Dang, Randall. You, I don't, you I don't believe. What, what is that famous line, Rand, Randall? I don't, I don't believe I'd have said that. Well, I don't. It's. it's, it's it is what it is, Randall. You're now yeah, our security you, guard, so thank one, you. One of them is covered up because I was a youth. I was a minor, so they covered it up. But uh, they covered so you're it down up. to five, Randall. Five. <laughs> so, but Still our security I, I, guard. That's a whole nother fight. They piled off that boat. The, the captain knew they took their shirts off. He knew they was all mad. He could have kept them from jumping. He could have stopped this. Easy. But, right. And so could the first old white man. He could have just moved the boat. But this was this was a setup, and I don't know which side done it. They mad at each other, and now we all looking like clowns. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it definitely could just be a, a a squabble between people who've been giving each other a hard time for a while. Um, they could have parked that boat there on purpose, knowing that it was going to tick them off and, and all kind of stuff. So the only I don't thing know that if it's a deep it conspiracy, but is walkout music for the fight if it was about to go down. Oh, but, because, uh, y'all talking about you talking about time move it. The band was playing. The band got to play and move. Get out of the way. The whole boat. Just got, it got, <laughs> the, the band was killing it on that soul soul rendition. Of get out of the way. 
It's pretty good, man. It's on the y'all, one y'all video out. where the lady is on the boat and she's yelling, it cracks me up. Where she's commentating? Because that's yes. what I would be doing. He's in the water. I'd be like, oh! You have got yeah. to see the parody that's been created. I think Allison sent it to us last night. The one where they're at the pool? Oh, they're yes. at the pool. Yes. Yeah, it's hysterical. <laughs> that's, I've that's seen it to you. I haven't seen it. I was writing yesterday. So we I need to post that. Maybe we, can, um, maybe we can get you a link over at uh, scottbeeson.com. We'll try to put that up so y'all can see that this afternoon if you haven't if you haven't seen it. Get out the way, old Dan Tucker. And if you want to if you want to make some money, rent out rent rent the whole boat out uh, August the fifth of next year. On it's on a Wednesday and it's just charge double for the ticket because that baby's gonna be blowed out downtown. So first out. anniversary. I'm creating T-shirts for it. Right first now. anniversary. It's our first riverboat cruise, guys. The, the, uh, the you Mo- heard it here what first. What are we calling it? The Montgomery Melee? The riverboat brawl. The riverboat rumble. Yeah, but what's so funny is like Alabama has been killing it for all the wrong reasons in the national news lately, and it's well. Here's it a makes good me We're about to get to another awesome. one. If Just it, wait. If it makes people not move here, I'm for it. I'm for it. Maybe some people will leave. Thanks, yeah, I really just had to restrain myself. <laughs> I appreciate you. We got to take a break. We'll be back. Simple days will be up. Welcome back to the program, everybody. Alabama Unfiltered Radio. Maybe this, maybe it's not playing. It better not be playing. Okay, good deal. Can you hear me, Scott? I can. Okay, good. <laughs> we got one of these. Uh, we have another uh, system hooked mm. into our board, and uh, I was trying to play Rand- the song Randall said was playing on said riverboat. Um, we can't play that song. No, it would have needed some of these. Mm. Yes. Why does some of that? Actually, yeah. <laughs> it'd, be, so good. it'd be Morse code uh, more yeah, than a song. Be, actually, considering uh, that I don't know the song, it should probably be more like <laughs> yes, the whole way through. Yeah. But so genius. so we could That's hear cool. it because I have my ear button on, but it was muted to y'all because I have the mute button on. I'm learning. I was panicked. Learning, a bit. learning Scott these things. That. I was being really calm until the f bomb dropped. Right when we said, welcome back to the radio. So let's go out to Simpler Days. Simpler Days, welcome to the program. Thank you for listening. I hope you're having a wonderful morning. Yes, sir. Thank y'all. Uh, this thing's getting more national run than when the two legislators duked it out a few years ago. Were you there, Scott? Uh, yes, my friend Charles Bishop was the winner of that 15-round uh, heavyweight battle. And uh, Lowell Barron was on the receiving end. Yes, I was there. Simpler Days. And see, Trump was not Trump was nowhere around at that time. But you know, the, the, the spill is now that Trump was in town and created all this, you know, aggressive energy that night. It just spilled over into the into the community. Yeah, unless they were drinking Trump brand tequila, <laughs> um, I don't think Donald Trump had anything to do with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, ultimately, who was responsible for that is one individual, and because he couldn't control his, his behavior. And and this is, you know, a symptom of society today. Just taking a simple directive, not one time, but two or three times given to him to simply move the boat. And he, he could have gone, he's gone around the curb, and there's a dock over there on the curb at a restaurant, and he could have parked the boat there, you know, temporarily. But Absolutely. This what happened. Yeah, this, this is what happens 90, 90% of the time when law enforcement today stops somebody, they can't 
follow a simple directive. Give That's, me your life. I agree. Give me, it's just like with school teachers now. That's the reason it's hard to find school teachers because it's this, you can't tell me what to do, and I'm going to cop an attitude if you try to. And, you know, it, it's only going to get worse because the media, uh, what they see is fueling this, you can't tell me what to do. And, and if you try to, then there has to be some type of reaction. There's got to be. And so, I mean, there, there's nothing racial about it. I mean, it's just like a white guy, uh, you know, a white guy getting a boxing ring. I mean, they're not focusing on, one, you know, they're focusing on, you know, we're standing the bout, you know, in the end of the fight, knocking somebody right. out. I mean, it's just an emotional outburst of someone. And if you probably talk to his teachers, friends, wife, wife, he's probably got anger issues at home. He does. And in my, in my guess is he was uh, partaking of some substance. I don't know if it was the devil's lettuce. I don't know if it was just alcohol. but Or he's got another choice. Because if he was sober... That dude is one uncoordinated, slow, <laughs> it's just sad. It is. He should not be driving a pontoon boat because it is way too much of a challenge. Well, well, in, in 40 years of law enforcement, I found that there's basically four or five types of drunk. There's the sleepy drunk, that's me. There's okay. the happy drunk. There's <laughs> That'd the be awesome. drunk. <laughs> there's the sick drunk. And then there's the mean drunk. Mm-hmm. Those other four, those other four drunks, they they don't beat and get violent and aggressive. So right. we give the, the the mean drunk a pass. He's just got aggressive tendencies about him, and, and right. alcohol just fuels it. I'm guessing he was drinking tequila. That makes everybody angry. <laughs> That's what I said. Yeah. Trump, yeah. Trump tequila. Oh, you said Trump tequila. <laughs> yeah, I said. Don't, that, that'd be the only like, way Donald Trump was at fault. And some people that makes them take their clothes off. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to expand on that idea, but uh, about, there's just a song about that. That's all. That's all. <laughs> Thanks, Simpler Days. We appreciate you, buddy. <laughs> Nobody knew what to say there. The um, I mean, it's just that the that the national press makes this a racial story instead of just an idiot story. Welcome into the program, everybody. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio. It is a beautiful day here in the heart of God's country, a Wednesday, the ninth day of August in the year of our Lord, 2023. I hope you've had a good 21 hours since we last visited, and I hope your morning has gone well as well. I hope you've avoided all the folding chairs that fly through the state of Alabama at all times. It's the new national bird. Replacing the mosquito. Yeah. <laughs> my goodness, my Watch wife it. asked me last night. She said, why is there so much stuff popping up? All these memes and everything that have to do with folding chairs. And I was like, well, number one, you should, you should listen to the program. Number two, and then I explained to her the riverboat brawl. I'm going with brawl instead of the riverboat rumble. I don't know. I, I think Riverboat Brawl has the b b b b 
part it's to it. It's got nice alliteration. It does. Yeah, it and Riverboat Rumble. Yeah, I mean, if I want to say, welcome to the Riverboat Rumble, that sounds good. But uh, I think we need a song for that. We need something. Let's get ready to rumble. We need a sound effect that sounds like a folding chair swinging through the air. <laughs> That's it. Can you do it again? No. Ow. <laughs> with a She's consistent. With a smack. Ow. 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 But did it hurt? Because the folding chair was think. not flying very quickly. No, like, the, the, it was so look, there stupid, were not actually. there were not a lot of fast twitch muscles <laughs> on display. <laughs> On the boardwalk in Montgomery, I, you know, either either group of people, neither one of them was moving incredibly quickly. They were Except not for good the one at fighting. Guy, they the, were not the one guy with the brrrr, yeah. hands. Yeah, he was and I didn't, good. I didn't was it like a punching bag kind of yes, thing? Yes, it was yeah, like a, not a lot somebody of force. goes to kickboxing class. Yes, I mean the person he was <laughs> hitting did, didn't get. It was a girl, I think he was hitting. I'm not sure she bruised up, but I think she could have abrasions because uh-huh. it was like sandpaper. <laughs> I mean, it was just... Scott, I don't know if that's how that sounds. Which part? That's the sandpaper. Listen. Are we bad? Because, I mean, like, I just don't see the national news and the mayor of Montgomery is making this such a racist big issue. Are we the only ones that are entertained by it and think it was just a good old fight? Like, people were doing stupid stuff? Allison, yes. Both sides were being dumb? You know why? Because we have common sense. And we are like, okay, well, this is just a fight. Y'all are dumb. Go home. Well, we sought the truth on this on this program, and we sought the truth in general in Montgomery. And that's something the national corporate media just doesn't do. They do not care. We have no problem saying that the guys on the pontoon boat, the white guys, I love how everything has to be separated, but it's fine. The white guys were stupid, idiot fools. Instigated the whole thing. I mean, I don't, mm. well, I don't want, I don't know what I can say on the radio that w- would be any more explanatory. But they were a jerk, low life, hopefully drunk. Because if that's where they are sober, that's even worse. I have nothing good to say about them. Did they all jump on one black man who was trying to tell them to ask them? I guess he asked probably to start with to move their boat. Yes, they did. And should they get in trouble for it? To the full extent of the law, absolutely. But this whole making it into a racial thing, and we, we forget, you watch the clip, even you can find one over, they're everywhere, but 1819 News has one. This one younger white guy, he's got his shirt and stuff on, he's kind of trying to pull people off going, you know, what are y'all doing? Mm-hmm. And one of the thuggy guys comes over and punches him. Right. It's and then the lady's in the back, old. she's trying to tell y'all to stop. And then so now we've got this thing where... Why is everybody jumping in either way? Shouldn't shouldn't people jump in and stop the fight? You would hope. But. Yeah. Isn't it sad we've created a narrative that there's this massive divide? Now, in middle America, there's not. We're just going about our lives, living life. Right. We talk about if you come to sports arenas or sporting events, we all right. get along. When right. Alabama football, Auburn football revs up, right. is there going to be any division? No. Right. We unify around winning, right? right? But we are so pathetic nationally. The national media is. They've created a narrative of division. This fits the lie that they've told. Why can't Mayor Reed be the bigger person and take the high road and 
and squash it for the betterment of the city, for the state, for the country. Like we need leadership that will stop the madness. And he is just feeding right into it. It's disgusting. He he was on with Joey Reid, one of those MSNBC shows that no one watches, and was trying to say that, you know, these are not these are not hate crimes, but he he was struggling. He could tell which way the things were were going. He could tell which way the um, Joy Reid and everyone wanted to take it. And he just he just didn't have. I mean, he was almost there. The mayor of Montgomery was almost there. He could just about say, "Well, no, no, no," but he just couldn't do it. And, and, and is it because of the immense pressure from? The uh, the national news media from the, the the folks who peddle in racial division at at every moment in time. I want to I want to play that for y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, it is the mayor of Montgomery, and look, you can you can plug in the mayor of Birmingham, Mayor Woodford. He, I, my guess is he would be almost exactly the same. Very smart guys, very articulate guys, with uh, all sorts of ability. But just they just cannot break out of the national Democrat mold that says, "Okay, look, you've got to keep you've got to keep fanning the flames." Mm-hmm. And if two idiots are, you know, if idiots do something, then you've got to look and see what race they are. And then if you listen to this, there's another guy on the interview who apparently is an author. I don't know who he is. What did I say his book was called? Black. Was it Black History? A- black. Oh, a- Black AF History. I'm pretty oh, sure classy. AF yeah, um, means um, astrophysicist. Fulfilling. That's exactly what astrophysicist. It with, an with an F. Yes. So that I think that's the title <laughs> of his of his book. So here here is the the clip with the mayor of Montgomery, Joey Reed. And let's see if I can make this work for one time. Give us an update, please, on the arrests um, and whether all of those who are going to be charged have turned themselves in. First, Joy, thanks for having me. Uh, really appreciate it. Really appreciate all the work that you and your staff do each and every day. Uh, Thank you. Big fan and following both you and Michael. Um, Thank you. You know, so far in, in, in this. Okay. Yeah. So there is a problem there. He's a big fan of Joy Reid, who does not know where she is half the time. But still, okay, I get it. You say that. Thanks for having me on. You're great. Big fan. I really never watch a show. It's terrible, but big fan. I get it. Uh, we have one person that is in the custody of law enforcement, uh, two others who are not at this time. Um, they've not been cooperative, and so we will have to take uh, probably some extra measures to, to deal with them. Uh, but that's where we are right now. The investigation is still ongoing as we try to sort out fact from fiction and try to go through the process uh, that's led us to uh, bring about third-degree assault charges on these uh, perpetrators and what may be more charges still to come. All right. I know y'all are on the radio. Do y'all want to guess the only part... Now, I'm, I'm just watching this little short segment, a few minutes. The only part of the riverboat brawl that is shown on Joy Reid's MSNBC show. A white guy hitting a black guy. Yes. Or the five white guys on the one black yeah, it, guy. At the very, very start, yeah. which we, we totally condemn. There's no flying chairs. There's no rotary sander guy. 
There's no there's women no getting... women getting whacked. There's no there's no all kinds of other people from other places or the jumping kid who in. Jumped. Okay. Yeah. yeah. None of that. Now I'm going to keep watching, and I will relay that to <sighs> you, the listeners, as we continue. And let's just uh, sort of be clear. I mean, let's talk about the atmosphere in Montgomery in the 24 hours before. Donald Trump did a Trump rally. Oh, rally are you Montgomery kidding me? 24 hours before this. What was kind of the atmosphere in the city? So Donald Trump did a rally in the 24 hours before this. Mm. Now, you got to, because my first response was, what does that have to do with this? Now, yesterday, look, I didn't know which day the riverboat brawl happened, the riverboat rumble. <sighs> So there were some people talking like it was, and maybe we did. I don't know. Maybe we let people, that it was before the Trump rally. Because remember, there was somebody mm-hmm. talking like maybe these guys came up yes, and they were they parking their boat. The, yeah. They were going to the Trump rally. We had that discussion, yeah, right? They were wearing t-shirts yes. and shorts and or no t-shirt to right. the Trump rally again. Good. But you see what I'm You remember we were talking about that yesterday. So I had my days mixed up. Well, this is the next day. So they're still mad. So here we from here the we day go. Before, well, Joey, apparently, Joey Reed no, is Trump's fault. Is going silly. to explain it because look, Gosh. there are stats that you and I don't know. She has some data. Listen, does she? Okay. She does. Okay. Listen. After he was gone, because we know statistically, hate crimes, violence tend to go up when Trump comes to town. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> what? <laughs> What are the numbers that back up the nonsensical claim that she just made? We know statistically hate crimes. Hold on. Let's make sure I get this straight. He did a rally in Montgomery about 24 hours before this. What was kind of the atmosphere in the city after he was gone? Because we know statistically hate crimes, violence tend to go up when Trump comes to town. (laughs) This is the mayor's like. Uh, I mean, look, I feel bad for him because he's even thinking, he's thinking about his staff right now, I'm telling you. He's like, y'all wanted me to go on with Joy Reid. Do you think so? Or is he thinking it's just another chance to go at Trump and blame him for Allison's bad hair day? He's going to try and Mm. y'all listen and tell me what you think. She had another bad hair day today. It's his fault. <laughs> Which is why I've got a hat on. You don't have a bad hair day. No, hair but I did cute. when Trump came to town, and it was his fault. My hair wouldn't stay curled. Also, just, Scott, yes. in the future, if yeah. we have sound effects queued up, could we play the little part on um, Bugs Bunny that he would go around going, for shame. You know what I'm saying? Like, that would be perfect to interject after she says that right now. For shame. I mean, for shame. All right, carry on. I, this is insane. Here we go. Here's the mayor responding after she said that we know from statistics that hate crimes and I don't what what else riverboat brawls riverboat brawls and (laughs) wildfires break out after Trump's been in town. I I, I don't think that uh, having the former president uh, here uh, helped anything as it relates to his rhetoric uh, and the actions that that he has taken. I I don't think that helps uh, discourse. I don't think it helps uh, the environment. Overall, when you consider what's happening in Alabama this time, uh, with our state legislature uh, rejecting the Supreme With our state legislature not giving me a district to run for Congress in, when they knew that was their job. And his rhetoric, what rhetoric? <laughs> and what about the three people that showed up to protest when <laughs> Trump was landing and driving to the dinner? My, my dad, really? My dad said I was going to get a congressional district, and those racist legislators 
Didn't dr- didn't draw me one. Could we also then play a clip from Bugs Bunny? <laughs> this is exactly why he can't stray from the narrative. He cannot he cannot say that it wasn't race related. It was just stupid related right. because he has higher aspirations, and the left and the Democrats will cut him them. off. That's right. He needs yes. Them. And if he doesn't bash Trump, and that's why I think. Look, I don't. I can't speak for him, but to me, he's usually a little smoother. A little mm-hmm. quicker, mm-hmm. and this well. He was very disoriented. It cre- uh, clearly didn't. Uh, Even the mayor re- couldn't make the connection to blame it on Trump. Yep. His rhetoric uh, certainly didn't help. Uh, yeah. So hold on, it gets it's, it's, it, it's, it keeps going. Uh, order to draw a second congressional district. There, there's a lot of tension uh, in the air right now uh, politically, and I don't think uh, having uh, President, former President Trump here helped anything. And I think some people can get a little too caught up uh, in what they see uh, online. I think some people can get caught up in terms of what they're reading, what they're hearing from, uh, you know, their friends and their immediate circle. And may t- Trying to figure this out. What? Does anybody know anyone who says, you know what, I'm really angry about this congressional district thing. <laughs> think I may go out and punch somebody that doesn't look like me because there's some congressional <laughs> district tension going I'm, I'm on. I'm just not going to move my boat. I'm so angry. <laughs> uh, this is, uh, we'll have a little bit more on the other side. Alabama Unfiltered Radio. We'll be back. Welcome back into the program, everybody. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio, powered by 1819 News. Go check out 1819news.com if you're enjoying what the uh, information that we're providing for you. Actually, you can find some of these stories over at 1819 News. Actually, the clips that I've just played of Mayor Reed on with Joy Reed on MSNBC, you can find that story over at 1819news.com. While you're there, consider signing up, become a part of the team, and support the work they are doing. You will be happy that you did. So let's continue on with this clip, and then I'll get everybody's take. And we've got the phone lines are open if you want to weigh in on this. The national media is making this into... A racial issue. They are very, very, very pleased that it has occurred in Alabama. And they just can't. And here's the thing. I don't I don't know where y'all live. And most, most of y'all know where I live. I live in a little town, Gardendale, where as far as I know, we all get along. And I'll just about bet you, just about bet you, that anyone who... Wants to say, that ain't true, Scott, blah, blah, blah. I will bet you that I live in a more diverse neighborhood than they do. Mm. By far. Mm. And so bring it. I'm more than happy. Uh, You know, I've gone through this stuff before. I've lived through the, hey, there's something I don't like, so we're going to call it racist. You know, I, I know malarkey when I see it. And I see it here. And the national media is trying to whip up this racial divide. And and I'm just trying to warn people, look, you don't have to listen to me. You don't have to like me. But no matter how much melanin you have in your skin or don't have, what people are saying is dangerous. Mm -hmm. We cannot go down the road where you look at something happening. Two people are in a fight. One of them's black, one of them's white. One of them's white, one of them's Hispanic. One of them's black, one of them's Asian. And then I look down at my own hand 
and I decide which one of them I line up with based on skin tone, and then I go jump in the fight. Mm. Regardless of what happened, what was said, what was done, and people are glorifying the second and third stage of what happened with the riverboat brawl. I'm going to condemn till the till the cows come home. My, my friend John Rogers used to say, "Till the cows come home from Capistrano," <laughs> and he knew the real thing, but he it was amusing. So, but this whole idea of I'm just going to look out there and instead of going to stop it to save someone, anyone, I'm going to jump in. I'm going to bring the chair. I'm going to start hitting the ladies. I'm going to do whatever. Is just ridiculous. It is. It's this. It's just as ridiculous as the drunk, stupid, hopefully drunk, stupid white guys deciding to beat up on the person who said, "Hey, y'all need to move this boat." Even if he said, "Y'all need to move this flipping boat," mm. you still just don't go beat the tar out of somebody. You could easily say, "Hey, look, if the police tell me I need to move it, I'll move it." But just for the sake of it, no. I mean, and maybe that's being obstinate too. But this and, and listen to where this goes. This is still with the Joy Reid interview. Mayor Reid's on there, and there's an author, and the author has the book. What do we say? It was black, black a- AF history. Black AF history. Yes. So amazing, listen. fantastic history. That's what that. That's means. what I think it meant. Oh, there yes. You go. There you go. All right. So here's some more. Things uh, a different way uh, than maybe others would. And let, one more question is. These are misdemeanor assault charges that these men are facing. What about hate crime charges? I mean, these were, what, multiple six, seven white men who jumped one black man who was just doing his job. Okay, can I stop just a second? I'm fine if we want to go down this road, Joy. Now, maybe Joy doesn't know the rest, didn't watch the rest of the videos. But this is one of those things. This is, this is kind of like the kids on my bus who are there like, so, you know, so and so, so and so threw threw a skittle at me. I'm like, yeah. What do you want me to do with it? Yeah, you need to tell. You need to tell yeah, who the principal is. You need to tell the principal. Really? Okay. All right. So you want me to? You do realize that one minute ago you threw a shoe at Scott. Oh, so you know that if I'm gonna, if we're gonna get the film out for the skittle, we're gonna get the shoe. We're going to get the people who aren't sitting down like they're supposed to. We're going to get the people who were cursing that I've been screaming at y'all for. Do y'all want to do that? And it's usually the quietest it ever is. Mm-hmm. No, uh, no uh, Mr. Beeston, I think we're good. We're good. That's kind of what I'm wondering here. Because if we're going to pull out the hate crime card, do you not get hate crimes on the other side when it enters into phase two where people are jumping in with the chairs and all that kind of stuff? They're not even involved in the conflict. They're not trying to stop the conflict. And they're just going in and wailing on people who don't look like them. Some of them women. So, Joy Reid, do you, do you want to do that? But see, in Joy Reid's world, hate crimes only happen in one direction. So she's for them. Yeah, based on the information that, that we have as of now uh, from the FBI, it, it does not meet uh, their criteria. But we're working very closely with 
The FBI, we have asked uh, witnesses to uh, get, provide us with more information and testimony as well. So, you know, this is fluid and, and things can, can change. Uh, but as of now, we don't have enough evidence to move forward with that sure. uh, in our conversations with, with the FBI. But again, we're going to continue to uh, work very closely with law enforcement. We're going to be very intense uh, in our approach to this. We, we realize the magnitude of, of what took place. And yeah. I saw what uh, you all saw and what uh, millions of other people saw. And, and that's uh, disturbing. Uh, Michael Harriet, why do you think this has resonated the way it has? Now, this is the author. So just pay a little attention. Well, you know, we saw this on the same Internet that we saw, you know, the Karen trend. We saw white people, you know, call the police on bird watchers and fishers. And so I think the joy comes from it was a rare example and an explicit example of justice. Right. Like people, you know, getting what they were looking for, you know, finding out after they messed around. And so I think that was part of it. And I think, you know, we're in a country where we consume news about, you know, history being erased. And, you know, are the people in Alabama going to be able to be represented in Congress? And all of that creates that kind of, and Trump was there the day before, right? And so when you think about all of that and what we consume on a platform, you know, this went viral on Twitter, a platform that we know that. So there it is. Justice. Joy. We, we got, well, the joy was her. But uh, we saw justice. Everybody jumped in for justice. I'm telling you. I, maybe I'm wrong. Y'all tell me after the break. Callers tell me if I'm wrong. But if we're going to celebrate everybody jumping in the fight, I'm I think we're headed down a very dangerous road. Can I make the observation that Mayor Reed lives there every day? So yep. maybe it's his fault. <laughs> we'll be back. <laughs> Welcome back in, everybody. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio. I'm Scott Beeson. Amy Beth Shaver here is here. Allison Sinclair as well. We're going to get to your phone calls. We just lost somebody. Hopefully they'll, they'll come back. But I want to hear y'all's thoughts, the ladies' thoughts, and the caller's thoughts on kind of where this is going. I think it's, I think we're losing our minds heading down a very dangerous road where all that matters is what, uh, what melanin team you are on. And that is, that's insanity. Absolute insanity. Eric, the dog, welcome to the program. Thank you for listening. Hola. Hola. Como esta? Uh, estoy trabajando. Como están ustedes? Bien. Huh? Wait, he's working in the United States? <laughs> oh, that's uh, he's working, and then I think he asked how we, yeah. I think okay. he asked how we were. Spanish gave it away, right? Yes. Yes. Working in the United uh, States, okay. yes. <laughs> yeah, that was it. There you go. I've Good missed job, you, Scott. Eric. <laughs> <laughs> this, um, this racism crap is really pissing me off. I I'm sick of it. Same. Yeah, quite. The first thing that we jump to is the difference in the colors. And uh -huh. not that two people are acting like idiots. The, the first thing we want to scrap, not us necessarily, because I saw that fight and I was like, all right, they're being dumb. Yeah, and if I saw I mean, that fight, I'm helping, I'm helping the black guy. Yeah. Especially after he throws his hat, I'm like, guys. I am on his side. <laughs> yep, absolutely. <laughs> that was my favorite part. Dude, that was me too. There's six six white guys on there. I'll, get, I'll grab a chair. I ain't scared. As a matter of fact, if it's me and one person, I might grab a chair. I'm not yeah. in the loops. Well, I saw the video. I did have a question, Eric, though. I mean, like, you saw the video, I saw the video. So all these people that said that black Americans don't like wrestling were lying to us. Yeah, they're lying. 
<laughs> how, how racist of that is to assume that some people don't like it, don't like a particular thing because of the color of skin. That's wrong. <laughs> I, I could go into a whole diatribe, but then I'd be really, really racist. And, well, nobody cares. I don't care. I, I care how you act, and I care how you treat me. And if, and if you're doing something dumb and I feel like somebody needs some help, I don't give a damn what color your skin is. I'm going to help. That's and correct. If it takes a chair, I will. And if you're going to, how is that guy not being charged with assault with a deadly weapon? He could literally have killed that lady. Yeah. He may be. Yeah. He may be. Is she the one that Before got thrown in the lake after no, he hit her? Donkey Kong on the, hair, on the head. Mm. Somebody was saying that some of the folks that got hit and not were kind of like on the ground, out of their minds, maybe knocked out, were pushed into the water. So there's there's more oh, wow. to the story that happens later, Something apparently, better. and we're not supposed yep. to know or discuss any of that. And that's why, like on Joey Reed's clip, you get the very, very beginning and you don't get the end. And then you get celebration of, I'm just, I'm telling you. And then I'm also hearing rumors that people won't let it go. You know, I grew up in the generation where you had a fight. You may, It may have been about something stupid. It may have been a basketball game. It may have been whatever. You had a fight. The fight was done. The fight was over. Now we live in some time where people want to know where folks live. Other people want to know where people live. Maybe you've got to be afraid for your family. I'm like, for the love, what for? The fight was the fight. It's over. You, you get into one of these stupid Hatfield McCoy things, it's going to take, you know, 10 generations to work its way out. If you start doing them one of these, well, I'll get you back, and then we'll have to get you back, and then they'll have to get us back. And then it's just, it's dumb. I grew up in a neighborhood where we used to fight with somebody in the neighborhood once a week, and we're, we're all fine. And we're all friends now. I mean, that's just part of growing up. You want to deal with your... And y'all were talking about kids yesterday and, and acting up. I forget exactly what it was about, but I felt like y'all was talking to me because... Uh, I'm good with kids, but if you don't have any home training with your kid, you do not want him around me because I don't care. Uh, you ain't finna act all crazy and, and run and, and, and be acting crazy around me. I ain't finna have it. Right. But you know. I got you. That's just you. Uh, we, we, we were growing up We were growing up where you didn't do that. I, I, I grew right. up to being told, uh, if an adult don't talk to you, you keep your mouth shut. You're going right. to be seen, not heard. And look how I turned out. <laughs> I was trying to figure out what argument you were making there, uh, Eric. <laughs> uh, well, when you figure it out, you let me know. Y'all are way smarter than me. You got it, brother. Thanks. Right. Y'all, adios. See. Adios. Let's go, to, um, let's go to Randall. Randall, welcome to the program. Thanks for listening. Yes, sir. Uh, good conversation. And uh, you headed down the right road. I didn't want to say this yesterday, but I think you're gonna, they're going to keep teasing this. And 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 this is so you know, Mary Reed, Congress ain't, is on his second stop. He's being groomed for something else, way deeper than that, way higher. So if you get my drill, that ain't. That's, I was called crazy when he was running for mayor, saying what I said. Everybody talking about well, it might be some good Christmas business to talk kind but everything coming coming true. Even Kevin Evans texted me and told me that he said you were right. And now, but he ain't stopping at Congress. They're grooming him, so. He, he's tied in with the school of call phones because of, of the, the one of the colleges he went to. It, it's getting deep, but I think what you're going to see is the, the girl, the woman that off the boat that pushed the lady in the water. They're going to fire her, and then when they do, it's going to erupt downtown. They, they, they was a news, they was a news reporter down there uh, on the river downtown doing a live shot, and they spent three minutes on it this morning, over three minutes with this this talking. 
And I think they're going to keep doing this. And when they fire that lady, because that's attempted murder. You don't know that woman can swim. The Alabama River is dangerous. If I was a lawyer, I could prove that she, that the lady that pushed her in through the dangerous because she worked on riverboats. She knows how dangerous the Alabama River is. That thing is swift. And by that, why would you push anybody in the river? Mob no, mentality I, took over down there. And, yeah, and, people and you lost their minds. About, about the fighting. It looks so staged. They can't be that. Even if you are drunk, it can't be that bad. You cannot. I mean, <laughs> we, we Americans, you got to have a little bit of it. I just don't understand. It just, and the throwing the cap in the air, that's got me all, like, sick. You know, everybody, that's like getting the signal, everybody's cameras over there. That Them having the boat, I, I, I was the one talking about them going, I think the lady in the red, the older couple, went to the, they, you're going to hear, went to the Trump thing. That's why that pontoon boat was sitting there with a the cover over it. But it was, was the day, but it was the day before, Randall. Yeah, I, I think that's, that's right. what they're saying. That, that's you know what I was talking about the protected cover. If you yeah. if you come in the day the day before you you were gonna eat that night and you left it your boat sitting there, it would have had a protected cover on it. They had but Randall, how did the riverboat get out I off the dock the if that boat was, was there? I think he was already there. I think he was already there. Where did it come from? I mean, they don't, with all the, if there's cameras down there on that riverfront. Why can't we see one that's pulled up with it? Why can't we see them put the protected cover over? Why are they hiding all that from us then? So you think it was there when the riverboat left? I think and they came back and said, hmm. And That'd they be interesting. Had, right, so if you want to say you, the captain already had problems, you, he should have called the police. You, you don't get in somebody's car and go moving it because it's in the way. You call the police. You you don't have no right getting on nobody's stuff. And you and the only thing that wasn't uh, under protective cover on that pontoon boat was the cooler. So he wasn't worried about people stealing alcohol like you said yesterday. I went back. Oh, okay, that. good. The, the cooler ain't even covered up. It's sitting on the back, the back part of it where you could just step on the back and grab a beer out of the cooler. So okay. I think the older couple is going to say they're going to end up. I, I may be wrong, but they're going to end up. The lady in the red dress is going to end up being at that dinner. That's the, that's her. She came down and checked on the pontoon boat first while all the little dressing was going on. And that was. But she was time. at the dinner the night before. When did this happen? I, I thought this happened Saturday, Saturday morning. Yeah. Saturday afternoon. After yeah. the Trump event. Yeah. Yeah. He like, was long gone. Yeah, like lunchtime or. So yeah, maybe yeah. they spent the night downtown and their boat was That's still there. I, yeah. Okay. They, days before, remember I told you about them still in the golf cart? They know these people. Yes. This yeah. Thing, this, this, they've done stuff with them before. That's why this ain't, this man, this, this is, I afraid that they're going to fire that woman and they're going to, they're going to, they're going to, all hell is going to break loose downtown. Wait, Randall, I have a question about that, the firing. Can you stay on through the break? Because I got a question for you. Yeah, and, and I, I can tell you about your uh, 30 pieces of silver, too. That's, that's what that stands for, <gasps> that my yes. camp got that. Okay. Got that it goes I messaged Randall and gave him a job. We got to take a break. There's going to be a couple of phone lines open if you want them. I know some people can't hang over during their advertisement, but we'll be able to hear from you when we come back. Welcome back in, everybody. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio. I'm Scott Beeson. The ladies of Liberty are here. Scott is here as well. Let's get back to your phone calls. We're going to try to go through them quick. If you called in this morning and want to touch back with us, I know it's taken a little while to get there, but that's what happens when you got a bigger show and two or three markets and two mouthy women. Two mouthy women. You can't get can't get a word in edgewise. <laughs> <laughs> Randall, welcome back into the program. Yes, sir. Uh, I, this uh, the, the question. What questions did you have, Alice? 
Okay, so so you're saying they're going to fire one of the riverboat employees, which is a city employee, correct? Yes, ma'am. Okay, so so the Democrat black run city is about to fire is she white or black? She's black. Okay, so why is that going to set off everything? Because, because their side is firing. They're, they're only showing the white folks jumping on the black person. And then if they, if they, keep, uh, on, if they keep on adding to this. Now, it may not go the same way I'm saying. They may not even go to the Trump thing. They may not even say the women with that Trump thing. I'd like to know how that cover got on that boat. Because they ain't just pulled up and put it on there right within them two hours that that, that riverboat left. But if you if you sit there and build this up and this looks like it's a white the white on the white on black thing the whole way and then all of a sudden the people hear two week a week later that one of the riverboat people been fired you think they ain't man that's gonna go across yeah. you know yeah. social media so fast Rand is it's it's like a. a, a it's it's just right. A match is all it needs to set this off. And the, the <sighs> logistics are there. Uh, there's a lot of communication going on. If you read the social media stuff, uh, mm -hmm. it's the if, air is right. If, really, if they really want this. So, so, so let, let me... Yeah, Randall, and last thing she wanted to ask was about the uh, the coin for Mike Pence, and we'll get to that story. But what what is that coin? Uh, it goes back to the Masonic, the, the first Masonic law before it got into the Bible. It was, it was, uh, if a if a slave was mauled by an ox, which an ox is 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 kind of the bull looking thing on on Wall Street that they put up. It's a symbol of it right now to this day. But if the bull, if an ox mauled a slave, they got thirty pieces of silver. It didn't really stand for money. I mean it. You can go back and say that it was worth $66 to $98, either five days worth of pay to $120 worth of pay. It really didn't matter about what it's worth. It's what it stood for. It was, 30, it, it was a 30 piece of silver, period. It never changed. It was always 30 pieces of silver. It didn't matter what it was worth at the time. So even once it got into the Bible, that's when Judas, that's when, that's what they gave Judas to, uh, to, to, to turn over Jesus to him. So, so when they gave Mike Pence that, he pretty much, he pretty much, you know, what I mean, killed, killed. Uh, man, I don't, you know, what I, mean? I don't want to go no further. You don't get to the so it's I'll, like you know it's like mean? a challenge coin. Like he, a challenge coin. He got his coin after he did the thing. But who gave it he, to him? He, yeah, Judas. It's just like they gave it to Judas. Just like Judas mm -hmm. took the dirt piece of silver for turning Jesus over and letting him kill him and getting him out of the way. It was that's. That's kind of, and, and they were treating Jesus like a slave. Which, it's going to get into the Bible about slavery. Man, I don't really want to go that number. But, I got you. Hey, Randall, uh, who was the guy that handed that silver over? Oh, I don't know that, man. I ain't even going to go there. I don't, I don't remember that. All but, right, you that's know, your next assignment, out. Randall. All right. Thanks, Randall. This is very enlightening. Thank you. We appreciate sure. you, buddy. All right. Let's go to... Um, we got one minute. Just over Gracious minute. day. Then we got a then we got a long break. Charles the first, don't go anywhere. Ethel, I definitely want to hear from you. Crawdad, I want to hear from you. We want to talk to y'all on the other side. Um, yeah, I got a message from a from another listener who said that we're being distracted by what the mainstream media wants us to be distracted about. And my response is, well, was well, not not really. That's not true. There are people on edge. There are people that the media are purposefully trying to sit on edge, set on edge, 
it's like Sky was saying earlier, you know, they've created an environment that is ripe for like a tinderbox. And we need to be saying, hey, look, we, we can't we can't do this. We can't be divided along these lines. I mean, the, the very things that some of these people are saying on television, oh, yo, it's, it's justice. It's, this is what needs to happen. This is, this is not smart. Thank you so much uh, for joining us on this episode of Alabama Unfiltered. <laughs>